we start today's episode, just to let you know, you can now nominate for the 2025 Northern Power Women Awards. To be in with a chance of celebrating with changemakers, trailblazers and advocates on the 6th of March 2025. Nominate now at wearepower.net. podcast for your career and your life no matter what business you're in hello and welcome to the northern power women podcast and this the we are more season i'm your host simone roche and this season i'll be chatting to our winners our commended and the partners of the 2022 northern power women awards doing what we do best and what we love doing which is showcasing and spotlighting role models now if you're not quite up to speed the northern power women awards are proudly the largest celebration of gender equality in europe created to highlight the amazing impact that individuals, organisations, teams and services have whilst accelerating gender equality and wider inclusion from up north. At Northern Power HQ, we're passionate about continuing to build this community of trailblazers and go-getters and want to get you involved. And that's the question we always get asked. What can I do? How can I get involved? What can I do? Well, a great place to start is by making sure you sign up to our wearepower.net, which is our power platform. There you'll find our calendar of events, such as the Power Up micro mentoring as well as webinars and being able to nominate for the 2023 northern power women awards what's not to love about all that we've been busy over the summer we'll put a link in the show notes so you can make sure you sign up today so without further ado my guest this week is our outstanding entrepreneur sponsored by natwest the winner of the awards this year was liz ashall payne Liz is co-founder and chief exec of Orca, the world's leading provider of digital health accreditation and distribution services. A trained speech and language therapist for almost 20 years, Liz led NHS transformation programs helping to unlock the power of digital across the UK and Europe. In 2015, Liz founded Orca, attracted investment from the wonderful Sir Terry Leahy and Bill Curry. The organisation has grown exponentially, now providing digital health assessment and distribution services in 11 countries and in the UK to organisations in 50% of NHS regions. You are a multi-multi-award winner and you've been, Liz has been selected as Tech Trailblazer by the BIMA100, picked as Healthcare IT Leader by the HIMSS, lots of acronyms in this today, Future and named Entrepreneur of the Year by British Chamber of Commerce and has also featured within the LDC Top 50 and of course our Outstanding Entrepreneur at this year's 2022 Northern Power Women Awards. Liz was appointed an NHS NIA Fellow and is coach for NHS England Clinical Entrepreneur Programme, a member of the OCS Advisory Board, the Tech UK Health and Social Care Council and Associate Vice Chair for Standards for the British Computing Society. Right, who needs a rest after that that is absolutely unbelieving no wonder you are our outstanding entrepreneur of the year Liz welcome welcome oh hi Simone it's great to um, be speaking with you this morning do you know I'm it's always so I love reading these and you always want to sort of they all should shorten the bio and we get into the chat but do you know what this is the awards are so important about high-fiving your own achievements and I think one of the things I loved about this year's awards 
is, this is going to sound awful now, is you were poorly. I don't love it that you were poorly, but I love the fact that because you were poorly, your team collected your awards doing you. And I know this is something really passionate. You know, everyone's been part of this journey for you, as you call it, riding the line. And we might come to that in a little bit. But, you know, what did it mean to you to, to be named Outstanding Entrepreneur and for your team to pick up that award for you? Yeah, I mean, it's uh, as you said, it was. Uh, I was really disappointed to not be able to be there on the night and I was watching from bed. Um, but I do think that it ended up working out. Um, the reason being was that there was um, we had a whole table of ladies from Orca. Um, I was really excited to attend the evening and have um, my colleagues uh, attend because of the networking opportunity, meeting amazing women on the night. And then to win it, I mean, I was watching from bed and um, the adrenaline, I just couldn't sleep after that. But what was really lovely was seeing the team be able to go and receive that award so of course um it's called the outstanding entrepreneur but there's no way i could do what what i do without the amazing team and it is a real team effort so i felt like it worked out in the end because they were able to collect it it was disappointing that i couldn't celebrate with them because um i would have loved to do that we have celebrated since but i do think it worked out in the end because it was an award for all of us, um, not just for me. And it does make a difference. And has it opened any doors for you? Because it feels to me that all your doors are already open with all these achievements and, and you're very present out there giving back and speaking and, you know, you, you, your, your profile is amazing anyway. But Yeah, I mean, it definitely has. I mean, the kudos it gives you is massive. Um, and I do think that, um, you know, I, I personally struggle to... Um, to talk about myself and this has given me an opportunity to talk about myself and my journey it's really energizing not just for me but for the whole team and it does open the door and it opens the door to a number of different things you know people see um, that that as a profile piece and kudos but also meeting the other winners and meeting other women particularly northern women who are on the same journey you know the journey of an entrepreneur is not an easy one and so meeting other people who are on the same journey is so energising and it's so needed because uh, we can be honest with each other and talk about things that are challenges, which helps you to get there and get where you want to get to faster. And I think there's something you talk about as a piece of advice that you've mentioned, which is about fail fast and fail often. And, and and reframing the fact that failure can be, you know, reframed as a as a positive. Um, and 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 just in advance of today's chat, we were talking about, you know, people see all the, you know, the the, the glitzy and the 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 accreditations, and you know, and and the, the the profile. But there's so much that goes on in the life and the journey of an entrepreneur, doesn't it? So does this fail fast and fail often? Does that resonate with you? I mean, it, it does. I probably just think about it slightly different. I don't use the word fail. What I talk about is um, success is not about never falling over. Success is about always getting up. You will fall over and there will be challenges, but success is keep getting up and putting one one foot in front of the other. And of course, learning is a massive part of that. And um, I I use lots of analogies. um, And another analogy I use is this idea of a waterfall. If you look at, I mean, where I live, I'm really fortunate. There's a lot of nice um, water streams and rivers. And so there's a lot of waterfalls. And when I'm walking quite often, you see a waterfall and the waterfall is turbulent. 
and we have turbulent times in life, but of course in business as well. And sometimes it can feel when you're in that waterfall, you're gasping for air. But the reality is that isn't going to last forever. And when you look at a waterfall after that bit, you see that the water's calm again and it's also deeper. And that depth is the learning that you've had. And so, um, you know, you mentioned learning to ride the lion. So learning to ride the lion is about enjoying the turbulence as well as the calm periods. I love that. And a, a mentor of mine, a great woman uh, um, called Lara Morgan, I remember her saying to me when I was uh, setting up the business and it was uh, it, it just treat it like it's a white water raft, you know, but just make sure you strap in. And, 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 she's, yeah. and, and, and I remember saying, she was, is it bumpy? And I'm like, hell yeah. And she was like, just enjoy the ride as well. <laughs> exactly, 100%. And I think rather than panicking, um, just, you know, see it as a learning opportunity. And things are hard, you know, life, um, you know, we've all had life experiences where there's been turbulence. It will come. But like I say, success isn't about never falling over it's about always getting up and moving on from that I love that I think you know, every time I have these conversations we we, have a, we put like a cheat sheet out with each episode as well because it's almost those like those top takeaways which I always think are so important and the, it's things like that you can instill in your brain that you can take with you on your journey that day and so tell us back in 2015 you know someone who was very accomplished in what you were you were already doing what was your motivation and mission for setting up Orca? Yes I mean I've always had exactly the same passion so um, you know, we all get asked the question when we're about 15 or 16, what do you want to be? And it's, it's, a, it's a tricky question because you don't, nobody knows what they want to be at 15. And I didn't know what I wanted to be, but I knew what I wanted to do. I knew I wanted to help people. And that naturally took me into health and healthcare. I didn't want to be a doctor or a nurse because I'm quite squeamish. Um, saw the additional roles available in healthcare and thought, oh, speech and language therapy, that could work for me because my report always said could do better if chatted less so I thought that could work for me so I went off trained as a speech therapist and started work three years after my degree Um, and I was so excited I thought today I'm going to start helping people and this sounds really basic but as a clinician you can only see one patient at a time so basic and at the end of my first day I thought I've only seen six patients what about everybody else and that was the start of me getting absolutely obsessed with the challenge of how do we help more people access healthcare. Now, this was way before we had computers on our desks or smartphones in our pocket. So I got interested in transformational change, lean methodology. um, And then fast forward about 15 years, we started to see the rise of smartphones and then digital health and health apps. And I thought, this is it. This is the answer because everybody's bought a smartphone there's now, at the time, there was about 160 health apps out there. 160,000, sorry. 160,000 digital health apps. And I thought, we just need to help people find these health apps. And then everybody can have access to healthcare. But the problems with activation and getting people to use these technologies is far more complicated. So my drive was, how do we help to improve lives through digital health by distributing them safely. And I started to look at the world of drugs and how we distribute drugs. So in the world of drugs, we've all um, been prescribed drugs. There's a clear licensing process, which is about testing the drug. There's then training for doctors. 
There's then something called the British National Formulary in this um, country. So you may have seen your doctor look in a book before they prescribe your drugs. That's the British National Formulary. And then they prescribe it. So you might get a paper prescription or an e-prescription. And Orca was set up to do that for digital health. So we assess and evaluate digital health. We then train healthcare professionals in knowing about this world. We then create local formularies and then prescription infrastructure. And in doing that, we're breaking down the barriers to adoption, engaging healthcare professionals who can promote these very specifically to their patients and safely. So, yeah, so, I mean, it's just an absolute gift and we're really transforming um, the way in which people think about digital health. And on my journey, what I've always done is help more people um, with the next career that I'm doing. So, you know, right now we're, we're actually now in 12 countries. So we're able to help people access healthcare when they need it and when they want it. So you, it's ultimately you've used that entrepreneurial spirit to solve a problem, to be more productive and use tech for good. Absolutely. what 100%. It's all about tech for good, improving lives. We're very mission driven at Orca. Um, you know, we're all about the improving lives. And of course, we're a business as well. And one of the proudest things for me on the journey is that we now employ nearly 150 people. And that was always part of um, my passion. How do we support more people to have jobs? Because we know that wealthier populations are healthier. So, um, you know, it's a real privilege to see people who've been on this journey with us in the business, you know, maybe for six years now buying houses, having families. And, and, and that wasn't something I really thought of as um, uh, something that I feel so proud and honoured to be a part of. And, and there's that responsibility, isn't there, with with building a team and, you know, and that's, you know, that's you know um, you spoke earlier about the pride that you have about the pride that your team had in you about winning the award and collecting the award so when you were in that startup environment what what are the key skills or attribute that you're looking for when you're building or expanding the team because it's a sometimes it's hard I'm in that position at the moment um you know sort of growing the team and it's 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 challenging isn't it because you want people to compliment but you want people different where do you start with this any top tips out there yeah I mean I mean for me um I've always been really honest about what I'm not good at and it's it's quite a hard thing to do but I I know what I'm good at but I also know what I'm not good at and so I built the team based on what I'm not good at um, so rather than me trying to be good at everything, which can happen in the early phases, bring in people who are miles better at you at things that either you don't want to do or that you're not good at. So three months into um, setting up Orca, I really was very honest with myself and thought, what is it I need? What skill set do I need that I don't have? So a lot of what we do actually holds a liability. And there's a legal side to what we do. So I thought, well, I could do with a lawyer who understands digital, but I could also do with somebody who's super commercial because back then I really wasn't. I've had to learn um, on the last seven years, be more commercial. And, you know, I've been really fortunate. I've had a lot of amazing mentors. And then I also wanted somebody who understood healthcare systems. I was really clear about the attributes that I needed. And um, I started to ask my network, do you know anybody who's got these skills and attributes? 
you know, I, I actually really believe in serendipity. And if you put it out, you'll get it back. I um, had, had asked um, a colleague about, do you know anybody with these skills? And he said, I do actually. There's a chap called Tim Andrews. And actually, he was a lawyer in digital. He was then a commercial director in a big outsourcing company. And then he came and worked in the NHS as a chief exec. I thought, oh, my gosh, I need to meet this chap. Didn't really think too much about it. Fast forward a week, I went to a conference in Manchester and I do talk to everybody. That's just part of my personality. And I was in a lift and um, I was asking this chap what his name was and he said Tim Andrews. And I said, oh my gosh, is your background um, a lawyer? And he said, yeah. And I said, right, come and have a coffee with me. And I, I do sometimes reflect and think, I can't believe he said he'd come and work with me. You know, I had no money. I had no way of um, paying him, but he really was passionate about what I was trying to do. So fast forward a year and I said, you're my co-founder. You don't found a company once. And so um, that's how we, we started. And then what we did collectively was say, right, what are our gaps? What are our, our collective gaps? And we grew the team out. And, and it's, so collaboration is a big part of our culture. Or we really value differences. And that's really how we've grown the team out. Wow. I mean, I'm literally, I'm scribbling down as well, thinking, right, same time next week, Liz, literally. <laughs> it's that way of mentoring experience on this. You know, what, when talking, you describe yourself from going from clinician to entrepreneur. What would you say, how would you sum up in a sentence or two what your proudest achievement to date is on that journey, apart from stalking people in lifts? Well, yeah. So, um, I have, gosh, I've got so many proud moments. I think um, there's a couple of really proud things which probably you wouldn't necessarily expect but when somebody comes and tells me about this thing called orca i love it i feel like this is working people uh you know they've not met me um, they they've heard about this thing called orca so that's re- real pride um i had somebody once say to me because uh, i said oh i'm the chief executive of orca and they went the orca and i was like oh, yes <laughs> and honestly that is like wow my 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 picture in my brain of what I wanted it to be it's starting to become that that's so proud it's taken on a life of its own it's like giving birth and watching your child grow and I think the other thing is see watching the team um work so hard to deliver that vision and get on board with that vision honestly I cannot tell you how honored and grateful I am for that well, you just said honoured. After the awards, we asked you what three words summed up your feelings and you said honoured, blessed and proud. You also said you were uh, you were banned from saying lucky. Um, having had the time sort of to reflect on those three words, what would they be now? Well, do you know, I, was, I, I did reflect on this because I knew you were going to ask me this question. It's, it's actually the same. The only word I'd add is blessed in a way really means for me grateful. I'm so grateful. I've got a heart filled with gratitude. Um, But I am super honoured. I mean, the list of women um, that were in the category, wow, what an honour to just be on that list with them, let alone to be the winner. Proud because of all those things I've just said. It's not just me. It's about the team. I know how hard we all work. And to get recognition, the pride in that is massive. And then blessed or grateful. I do feel really blessed. I work with the most amazing people. And the reason it's not 
it's probably not down to luck. And somebody said to me once, um, another entrepreneur, you can't say lucky because you work hard. And so you can say blessed or grateful. So I try not to use the word lucky um, because it's probably not not all luck. And finally, um, what is next? Yeah, so um, Orca um, always was um, a global vision. You know, really what we want to achieve is sustainable healthcare for all on a global scale. So um, since the award, we've set up offices and a new business in America. And um, over the next um, couple of years, you know, we want to really put our foot down to be able to support more people to have access to digital health. And so the big focus is expansion across Europe, North America and Australasia. So I do pick continents to go after. But it, it, it is it is. I mean, the, the work in North America is already starting to fly. Um, it's just amazing. And a big passion of mine is if we can um, become sustainable through growth and then be able to help countries who maybe don't have the ability to invest in companies, then I'll know we've made it. That's amazing because that's that whole pay it forward ethos, isn't it? About everything you're doing has actually doing good, but also doing good sometimes for those countries that can't help themselves so it's no you know amazing 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 I could like chat all day maybe we need a box set but we will we will be getting you back in and I know uh you know we're we're, we're excited that you're hopefully going to be able to join the judging this year which is always really awkward we always ask our our winners to come back and be one of the you know our judging we have over 70 judges and it's always that awkward a bit like oh my god did you talk about me like this and you're like yep we absolutely (laughs) did so Liz thank you so much for chatting with me here today on the Northern Power Women podcast. Oh, thank you so much for inviting me. And thanks all of you for tuning in today. If you love our episodes, please do let us know by rating, reviewing, subscribing, wherever you get your podcasts. We transcribe every episode now. We put a cheat sheet out as well because we know that everyone engages in different ways. So help us spread the stories of fantastic role models like Liz who are accelerating gender equality and wider inclusion from the North. And as Liz has just highlighted, reaching globally. Reach out to us on socials at North Power women on twitter and northern power women on all our other social media let us know what you think old school podcast at northernpowerwomen.com join us next monday when i'll be joined by another wonderful role model from the northern power women community i'm simone roche and you've been listening to the northern power women podcast a what goes on media production (laughs) 